I want to, Jack. Is that all right? He reached across the car, swept my hair off my face, and rubbed my cheek with the back of his hand. Yeah, sure, we'll see, I said. How about dinner Wednesday? He asked as he pulled up in front of our house. I nodded. We'll go someplace nice, just you and me. Pick you up around seven. Yeah, okay. See ya, I said as I got out. He put the car in gear and pulled away without checking his mirrors. Luckily, nothing was coming. I worry about him. Sometimes I'm not sure his receiver is on the hook, if you know what I mean. I watched the blue Volvo creep down the street and wondered how I'd ever get it to fit in the goddamn parallel parking place at the Motor Vehicle Administration. Salvation Army's coming tomorrow, Michael said when I walked into the kitchen. He was chopping vegetables with something that looked like the axe George Washington must have used when he cut down his cherry tree. Get whatever you don't want and put it out front. I made myself a Munster cheese sandwich with lettuce, tomato, mustard, and mayo and went up to my room. Ingredients are important. The entire top shelf of my closet was filled with stuff. Historical artifacts of my entire life before this moment. Old clothes, dead stuffed animals, notebooks, projects. It was all there, like I was saving it, just in case for my 16th birthday the Smithsonian decided to do an exhibit on me. I pulled out crucial elements, things I would need in case I ever got amnesia and had to be reminded of who I was. The rest of it, all of it, I dumped into a huge box. I didn't even go through the stuff. Being one of those saver types, I knew if I stopped to look, to actually handle things, I'd be sitting on the floor of my room until I was 30 and the Salvation Army had come and gone completely. Just before I carried the box downstairs, I turned off the lamp on my desk, unplugged it, and stuffed it way down in the box, a little concerned because the bulb was still hot and I imagined it starting a fire that would be incredibly difficult to explain. There was absolutely nothing wrong with the lamp, but I unplugged that flashlight on a leash and shoved it right in there with the blue and green flannel shirt I wore every day during the winter of sixth grade and the Roy Rogers personally autographed cowboy hat someone bought me at a circus two hundred years ago. I realized it was slightly insane, but for the longest time I was convinced that the lamp was totally responsible for my family falling apart and my whole life getting wrecked. I know my life wasn't really wrecked, only slightly dented, and the lamp had nothing to do with it. All the same, I had the feeling that a part of me would never be all right until that lamp was gone. And I mean gone. I couldn't just put it in the basement or something. It had to go in a big way hauled off by four guys with a Salvation Army truck. As far as I could tell, that particular lamp was in my room on the day I was born, because I have no memory of it arriving after me. But the night it left comes back like it was tattooed on my brain. I was maybe eleven years old, lying in bed wearing the 50% cotton, 50% polyester guaranteed never to get comfortable pajamas my grandmother had just sent me, and my father came in to say goodnight. He leaned against my desk and picked up the model airplane I'd spent all afternoon gluing. Even in the wicked, disgusting sweats he put on every day after work, he looked like a movie star. It isn't the kind of stuff a kid normally says about his dad, but it was true. There was just something about him, a weird kind of confidence that made everyone turn around and look. Do you use this lamp? he asked, turning the switch around and around like a maniac so the lamp kept flashing off and on, switching my room back and forth from night to day like a special effect. I don't know. Why? I was thinking of using it in the other room. 
You have a lamp. I left it for Mommy. Can I borrow yours? I guess, I said. I guess, I said. Like, what am I, an idiot? He moved into the other bedroom, and then he moved out. One Saturday morning, a couple of months after he borrowed the lamp, my father went to the grocery store. He got milk, orange juice, bread, all the regular things, and he got boxes. He put the food in the refrigerator and started packing. All his things from the bathroom cabinet went into the shoebox that my new loafers had come out of the week before. He even went through the big wicker hamper in the bathroom, picking out his dirty clothes and throwing them into one of those giant green trash bags along with all his clean stuff, like he didn't know what the hell he was doing. Before he left, he brought the lamp back into my room, put it down on the desk, and plugged it in. Are we going to the movie? I said. It wasn't what I wanted to say, but it was all that would come out.